Good day and welcome to another B2B exclusive. Our guest today is Kevin McNeil, Chief Financial Officer at PureCycle. PureCycle trades on the NASDAQ under the ticker PCYO. Good day, Kevin. Thank you for joining us on B2B interviews. Absolutely. Thanks, Todd. Kevin, I thought you might begin with a brief introduction and overview of the company. Sure. So PureCycle is uh, what we refer to as a land and water resource development company. Uh, the company started actually in the 70s with a what we call the water a reclaimed water system within a single family home. And after a few years, that that process didn't work. So the company reorganized and began buying water rights in the Denver metropolitan and Colorado area. Uh, Colorado is a very water short region. So back in the late 80s and early 90s, our management team decided that was a really good fit for the company. As Colorado continues to grow, water would obviously be a huge need throughout the entire Front Range. Um, we acquired a number of water rights. In fact, we own about 29,000 acre feet of water at this point, uh, enough to serve about 60,000 homes. Um, in the 2007 crisis, uh, financial crisis, then when the land markets, you know, the housing market crashed and land values dropped, we bought about a thousand acres of land called that was referred to at the time as a sky ranch we held on to it for 10 years and now have started developing it so about two middle of 2018 we began developing that land we sold 506 lots to national home builders and they're building residential lots we're getting ready to kick off our next phase of the development which is about 950 lots give or take um, so we, and then we still have about 3,200 to go, or about 1,800 residential lots to go after that, and commercial development as well. And what we do is we we develop the land, so we get it ready for the home builders, so they can come in, and it's a permit ready lot that they just start building the home. So we build the the rows of streets, the curbs, the gutters, all the water infrastructure, and then we also through our exclusive water rights service agreement with Rangeview Metropolitan District, we provide the water and wastewater services to those homes. So we get kind of a twofold piece here. We get to sell the land, develop and sell the land, and then we also get to sell water taps and have perpetual customers in terms of water rights. And, and what I mean by serve water is we actually serve the house its water. So when, you when they turn on their faucets, that's our water that they're drinking. And then we take that water from their, you know, from their toilets and their sinks, treat it, reuse that water for irrigation purposes. And that's really kind of pure cycle in a nutshell. Yeah, that's very interesting. So expand a bit more, if you would, on your core services and operations. Give us a better sense today for your total addressable market and, more importantly, market share. Yeah, so our, so really our, our main core focus is the water and wastewater service provider. That's how we started. That's, that's the, really the impetus for everything. We bought the land, the Sky Ranch land, not because we wanted to get rid of the water and get into land development, we did it so we could add customers to our water service. Most water providers in the state of Colorado are or metropolitan districts, such as City of Aurora, Denver, Bennett, and big cities. And so it was, it's difficult to get into there. Once a house or a housing development or an apartment or even commercial zones and gets annexed into a city, those cities provide the water. So it, it was a struggle for years. And Mark Harding, our CEO, has been at this for about 30 years it was a struggle to get into new cities and new areas without buying the land. And so what we do is we, we buy the land, we sell it, we sell the taps then to the, to the home builder. So you know, they'll, they'll connect to our water systems 
And then from there, we'll serve water actually directly to the customer. And so the customer will you know, use it for drinking water, for showers, for outdoor irrigation. Um, on average, we, it's about $1,500 a year per customer, per water customer, per single, fa- excuse me, per single family home. Um, and so right now we have about 600, 700 water customers at Sky Ranch alone. We have the ability to serve about 5,000. And like I said, we have about capacity to serve 60,000 homes once we're fully built out, which will, will take a number of years before we get to that point. So. so let's talk a bit more about some of the key drivers in place here and what major trends you see affecting your core business and how PureCycle is now favorably positioned in that regard. Sure. And, and so the, obviously the, the land development segment is very, is highly contingent and highly susceptible to the housing market. So the, as housing market grows and continues to grow and Colorado has seen tremendous growth in the housing market, not only through COVID as people are leaving the downtown metropolitan areas to try to get more to the suburbs, which is where our master plan community is. It's in a suburb just outside of Aurora, um, which is about 15 miles east of, of downtown Denver, and then about 14, I think, or 15 miles south of Denver International Airport. So it's really well positioned in the, in the very quickly growing southeast suburbs of Denver. Um, and so even prior to that, though, the housing market was really picking back up because a lot of people are moving into Colorado for its low tax rates. It's, it's obviously amazing views, you know, location to the mountains and, and all that. So we've been very fortunate in that this area has grown substantially. Colorado is also a lot like California in the sense that we can't grow west very well because we have the mountains there. So it's a very natural barrier, unlike the ocean that you can't grow into. It's also difficult to build houses in the mountains. So Denver has to naturally grow east, north, and south. Well, north and south are all fully built out from pretty much the Wyoming border all the way down south to to Colorado Springs. So east is the natural progression, which we haven't owned the 1,000 acres right on Interstate 70, you know, very great corridor. Uh, we have an interchange right off the off the interstate, which allows us extremely good access in and out of the neighborhood, which has been great for the development. The home builders have been building and selling houses faster than they even imagined. In fact, uh, we completed the first phase almost two years ahead of what we had scheduled, all because of the tremendous growth and how fast they, the home builders have been able to sell houses, and they're very well priced homes as well. So which is great, and we obviously hope it continues. Indeed. Now, Kevin, will the company look to strategic or joint venture partners or perhaps additional M&A activities moving forward in the near to midterm as a catalyst towards continued growth? Yeah, absolutely. So you know, we this the, the land we own at Sky Ranch, the 1,000 or so acres we bought there, which We've developed 150, so we have, you know, we're, that'll be our final. That, that's the only land we currently own for development. That we expect will be about 10 years in total before we're fully developed at Sky Ranch. It may take, you know, 12 years or 13 years for all the homes to be sold out there because there's a lag between development and when the houses get built and sold. And obviously, it depends on the, the market and you know, how it continues. And obviously, the housing market is cyclical; it does tend to go up and down. Um, but we are actively looking at additional acquisitions. So not only from a land standpoint, we're looking at vacant land that's predominantly east of our location. Everything west of and north of our location are annexed into cities. And although 
there's a chance you can unannex un- un- them and bring them into our portfolio. It, it's a difficult process. So we're really looking at land, vacant land, raw land, predominantly east of of, the, of our location. Not to say that we're only looking at land, because what we can do is, since we have a land development segment and this water provider, we can either we can develop them together, like we're doing on Sky Ranch, or we can develop them separately. We could, in fact, buy the land and just develop it. We've proved we know how to do that. We have great engineers in the house. We have great staffing, but or we can just do the water. Land in Colorado is is for the most part not as valuable without water. In fact, it's pretty close to worthless because if you don't have water, you can't build anything. You pair our water rights with the land, and it becomes tremendously valuable. So while we're looking at additional extension of our property through land acquisitions, we're also looking to build and to buy potentially other water providers. In the Colorado market, there's around 300 independent metropolitan districts that's, that provide water, separate from those large cities like Denver and Aurora. Most of those are pretty constrained on how much water they have, and so they grow as much as they can based on the water they have. Well, we obviously have a tremendous amount of water, so we're constantly looking to acquire new metro districts that basically just adds clients to, or water customers to our to our systems. It doesn't come with the land, such, such like what we did back with, uh, it's a company called uh, Highway in 86 Albert County. It was a metropolitan district that we bought down. It's a little bit south of our current location from Sky Ranch, but we basically bought the customers. We do all the service providing. We, we didn't buy their water rights, or you know, we use their water rights and our water rights to provide water to their customers without doing any land development whatsoever. We're just simply the water provider. So, so our M&A activity is really centered on those two factors. One, raw land that, that we can develop and add our water to and water systems as well. So. Company is certainly uniquely positioned and poised in that regard. Let's change gears, Kevin, talk a little bit more about the expertise in place here. What can you tell us now about this present board and management team at PureCycle? Yeah, absolutely. But that's, I think, probably one of the things that sets us aside. We're, we're fairly lean in our staffing. We've intentionally hired very what, what Mark likes to refer to as a bunch of alphas. Mark has been the CEO of the company for, I believe, about 30 years our chief engineering officer has been with the company about 20 years, and he's got lots of experience. He's got a, an engineering staff underneath him that's got a, a ton of experience, uh, I think somewhere around 20 years combined. We also hire our, a number of internal um, construction folks ourselves, so we can do a lot of the work ourselves in terms of maintaining systems and servicing our customers and doing all that versus having to outsource a lot of it, which comes at a very high price. Um, and then from, you know, we have a really good, strong accounting team. So personally, I was here, I was the controller of the company from 2002 to 2012 timeframe, and then left to pursue a few other activities in the Denver market and Austin, Texas, and then came back about a year ago to take over the CFO role, uh, with the mass, with the growth and everything else that's going on from the board standpoint, because we're, we try to run fairly lean, we rely pretty heavily on our board. Um, you know, our board is comprised of shareholders, a couple of large shareholders, uh, and then also some very specific board members who we brought on for their knowledge of construction activities, pipeline activities, uh, water. Uh, you know, our, one of our new board members is Rick Sendell, who was our water rights attorney for 20 years. Uh, he retired, and so he agreed to stay on our board. Jeff Sheets was added to our board because of his commercial background, because 
in the next phase or filing or next couple of years at Sky Ranch, that's going to become a new priority is adding commercial. We have about 2 million square feet of potential commercial development out at Sky Ranch that brings in obviously a, a fair amount of customers from a water standpoint, but also a lot of revenue to the area and, and allows our subdivision to be able to resell to sell quicker because you'll have a restaurants or grocery stores or whatever the case may be. So, so Mark in particular has been very selective on making sure we're hiring the right number of people and the right people for the right positions, but then also circums- adding to that with the board members and the specific uh, experiences they bring and not just adding them, just add another board member. So, Kevin, briefly in closing, let's recap, if you would leave us with a few quick points here. Why should investors consider PureCycle as a long-term investment opportunity? Right. Well, that's a great question. Obviously, the the land development side, with the Sky Ranch being developed out in the next 10 years, that's going to add a tremendous amount of cash and customers to to our base. The end goal, as, as we talked about earlier, is that we're a water provider. And when we start to build and get closer and closer to that 60,000 homes, $1,500 a year in perpetual revenue forever. Water never goes away. Those customers don't stop paying. If they stop paying, you shut off their water and they have to turn it back on. Obviously, they have to pay it. So it's not a you know something they buy when they need it and don't buy when they don't need it. This is a, a use that, that we get pretty much in perpetuity, this, this water customers will go on forever. The other thing is we're, we're fairly untapped. Even though we've been around for 30 years, the value of our water is, is highly untapped right now. We've utilized you know, about 1% to 3%. I think it's 3% of total water use by the time we get done with Sky Ranch. And unfortunately, the way the gap accounting works is we don't get a value of the water rights based on our current use and our current values. So we have our water rights on the books for about 15 or about 50 million. Really, the value of it is the water usage fees and those tap fees. And so if you just take the tap fees for 60,000 homes, that's almost $2 billion of tap fees that, that will come into the company by the time we get the full build out. Now, that's going to be you know, 20, 30, 40 years before we get there. But then on top of that, once that's done, like I said, you have – about 1500 or so dollars per year per customer in perpetuity. You know, so we are like what, what we'd like to call a patient long-term holder. So we are a, a very, hopefully, a utility-type customer where once these developments go and everything's rolling, we are very consistent with revenue and, and just start generating you know, cash and in, perpetu- in perpetuity. Well, that is certainly a very interesting investment opportunity. Kevin, it was a pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you for joining us on B2B Interviews. Yeah, thank you very much, Todd, and have a great day. Our guest today has been Kevin McNeil, Chief Financial Officer at PureCycle. PureCycle trades on the NASDAQ under the ticker PCYO.